If you are listening to this, you are in the weekend. If you are watching this live on YouTube, come on, you're in the weekend. Might be a Friday afternoon, but we're after lunch on Friday, so we can. That's really usually when the Thursday. sales guys head to lunch and have a liquid lunch, and then just keep it right into happy hour to right into the weekend, and keep screwing around. That's one thing. Uh, work from home, I don't think it's changed people's appreciation of a Friday, mid Friday. You know, no, mid Friday, still mid Friday. That is so ingrained that'll never change. I've been working from home, so have you, for, you know, four or five years now. It, it, it feels different Friday afternoon than it does Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. There's no question about it. Welcome to the Mailbag, everybody. Here's what you do. You go to iTunes. You leave us a review on iTunes. In that review, leave a question. Leave a question. That's a big key to the Mailbag. Leave a question in the review. We appreciate the compliments, but we need a question. Five stars on that review. That's how you get in the Mailbag. Also, we have, um, you know... How would how would you characterize our Facebook involvement? We're back. We're paying attention to it again. Involvement. Yeah, we're ba- we're back. We're back. So we do. We really want the reviews on iTunes. That's helpful. But maybe we'll include a Facebook question if you go to our the Haberman and Middlecoff Facebook page. Like right now, a lot of people ask about getting in the DraftKings league. Sometimes it's hard to find without the link on our Facebook page right now. John, Friday morning, I just put up the link to our DraftKings league. Next week is the U.S. Open. We're gonna have a huge game. Two hundred people. Twenty bucks a pop. Big game. You can go get in the league right now so that you get the invitation as soon as that game goes live on Monday morning. Use the promo code HAM when you sign up on that bad boy. And, um, you know, that's one thing you can go to the uh, – if you're looking for a reason to go to the Haber Middlecoff Facebook page, there's a reason. Go do that. Yeah, we post podcasts there. Share it with your friends. You guys know the drill. Yeah, we appreciate uh, the support and definitely we appreciate the, uh, the sharing with the friends. Okay, this podcast. The stream brought to you by our friends at wineaccess.com slash ham. 20% off, baby. Wineaccess.com slash ham. Oh, 20% off. Send a gift right now. Wineaccess.com slash ham. Look at Haberman. He's got some Pinots. He's got another Pinot. He's got another Pinot. Here's what you do. You got a brother. You got a sister. You got a wife. You got a mom. You got a dad. You got a cousin. You got a college roommate. You want to send them a gift? It's pretty easy. You go to wineaccess.com slash ham, and you order some wine, and you send it to your people. And then it gets delivered. It's awesome. How awesome is that? You just got how many bottles? Bottles on bottles. <laughs> Haberman's got five bottles. I got five bottles just sitting here. <laughs> it looks like uh, what is this? A uh, eight-five split on the bowling alley? You know? Yeah, you could throw you could throw a wine party right now. I could throw a wine party. You could have a wine tasting party today. We should pop a bottle. Is Wine Access on the pod next week? Uh, I don't know. It's a good next question. time they're on. We'll pop a bottle on the uh, on the stream and on the podcast. We appreciate. Look. 20,000 wines get tasted. Only one of 18 makes it over the course of a year. Only one of 18 makes it on wineaccess.com. Something for everybody. Send a gift. We appreciate our partners at wineaccess.com slash ham. We appreciate your support of wineaccess.com slash ham. Appreciate you. Wineaccess.com slash ham. Go use it. All right, John, here we go. Let's dive into the mailbag. And uh, let's begin with this question. Uh, School. This isn't. (laughs) Come on, man, is the headline. Five stars. Thank you. School and more done for the year. It's officially happening again. I guess, you know, Tavares could be back at the back end of the season. Um, thanks for flagging my previous review on the YouTube. Hope you guys stay healthy, swinging the sledgehammer. Best pod in the biz. Keep grinding. Jay, I guess that's not even a question. That's that's um, 
But that's what I would add. It feels like, and I said this the other day, and I'll say it again on this mailbag, John. Kind of weird, right? Trey Lance's debut OTAs, and the story coming out of it's not really Trey Lance. It's Niners injuries. Hard to Granted, the, the me, media only got a little access to him, right? They, they did a good job of canceling practices around eyeballs, and they, they cooked true. the books a little bit. That's true. I, the practice we attended wasn't that long. The one before was even like half as long. So there's just been limited interaction with the human being. And I'm pretty sure since he the rookie minicamp, it's not like he talks. He's not really available. They got a good deal because you don't, especially once the season starts, if he's not the starting quarterback, he never has to talk, right? Yeah, and that's where, you know, if he becomes the starter, he's going to really miss out on the uh, rookie, um, you know, immersion program that the Niners got, got the, <laughs> the, they had to bang. Yeah, well, I'll lead uh, Tuesday's class. Real estate's expensive, people, so get ready. (laughs) All right, next up, uh, this is from Meow W. Monzer, Locked on Lance. Woo, this is a paragraph. Wanted to start by saying you guys are the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. YouTube premium subscription in my life is worth it. Now to my question. I've been locked in on Trey ever since we traded to number three. Never believe Mac Jones clickbait. Popped my own eardrum when they made the pick. Everything I hear, I guess from screaming so loud, everything I hear about him continues to build the narrative in my mind that he's going to be great. Kyle handpicked him to be his quarterback for the next 15 years. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid so much that I bet my friend $3,000 that Trey will win at least three regular season MVPs. (laughs) On the one hand, I love having a bet that has a long time frame on it. Gives me some time to scrape the money together. And on the other hand, I looked at the MVP list, and three MVPs is certainly elite company. Have I gone too far? Yes. <laughs> I love that he specified, or this person, I don't know, he or she, specified league MVP, regular season MVPs, not to be confused with Super Bowl MVPs and Pro Bowl MVPs. Rodgers just had, I mean, is in the midst. I mean, he's probably, what do you say, like whole 15 of a career? Right, he's not whole seventeen or eighteen, but whole f- he's definitely on the back nine, right? And he's yes, not we're whole on 10. three point. You start doing the math, and you realize you're fifteen points behind Hawk and Middlecoff, and you're probably <laughs> out of it. Yeah, he just won his third MVP, right? I just it just Aaron Rodgers just won his third MVP. It's, it's Russell difficult. Wilson has none, and you would take uh, Russell Wilson's career right now for Trey Lance. Not only has Russell Wilson have none, isn't the story he's ever even had a vote? Or at least a first place vote, yeah. Well, you only get first no place vote. votes. I think. No votes. I think that's the way it works. Not I don't like think he's Derek ever Rose's got a vote. fan vote for the MVP. Yeah, I don't think he's ever got a vote. So it just he wants to be in Seattle. I, I would say this: a trade. if Trey Lance wins an MVP for the San Francisco 49ers, it's an all-time great pick. One MVP, correct? Do you agree with me there? All he has to do is accomplish one MVP. Yeah, that means he's still on the Niners and it's going well. They fucking nailed it. A three, I mean, you're asking, you know, it's like, you know, I, hey, I, I would love one day to make a million, but I think one day I'll be able to make 15 million. Like, if you make a million dollars, you're killing it. I, I think we're we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. One MVP is well, not we. This per- meow, meow's yeah. getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Three, like Lamar, three K. Like, but like Lamar Jackson for the Ravens is a walk off home run right now, right? And they they struggle in the playoffs, but the MVP, they're always good. One MVP, I'd put the over-under on Trey Lance's MVP is at 0.5. Is that fair? Uh, Not at like yeah. one and a half. <laughs> well, I mean, like, no, I mean, it's... Yeah, Austin on YouTube. 
Cam Newton's one MVP is worth it. Doesn't look like yes. Mac Jones is going to beat out broken fingered uh, or injured fingered Cam Newton, John, from reports. If Trey Lance is Cam Newton, the Niners will do cartwheels from San Jose to Los Angeles. Right? Yeah. Of course. He doesn't even have to be Cam Newton. Next I think they're up. hoping a little better, but no bad days. Probably. Uh, in my opinion, there's a lot of similarities between uh, Javon Kinlaw and Henry Ruggs. I believe the Raiders Niners drafted them for traits and long-term upside. They both flashed in their rookie year, but probably underachieved in year one. I see a big leap in year two for both. What do you guys think? This question sounds familiar. I, I don't think we've done this question before. I liked it. Um, I don't think so either. You know, I, uh, I, I like the comp in terms of why a player was drafted. The difference, I would say, is... W- all the guys drafted around Henry Ruggs and after Henry Ruggs in his draft class were incredible. And when I say all of them, I mean like 13 of them were really good. Yeah, I'm going to push back on this one also, a little bit. I, I'm going to his I, rivals. The other he thing, was a huge recruit. He dominated in college. His last two years at Alabama, really his three years at Alabama, six touchdowns, true freshman, 11 touchdowns, sophomore, seven touchdowns, junior, so he plays immediately on the best team. Kinlaw, remember, had to go to junior college, kind of bounce back. Wasn't really that productive in college. Like Ruggs was, you saw him kick the shit out of people on the best program, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was drafted. You're saying he was drafted for an immediate impact more than Kinlaw was. Is that what you're and rightfully saying? so, yeah. Yeah, but okay, I agree. But where I would agree here, where I would push back on your pushback, John, uh, I see a big leap in year two for both. I do think year two, like for Kinlaw, you want it. For Ruggs, you got to have it. But you can argue I for also, Kinlaw, you got to have it. I'm going to also push back. Ruggs on which has a back? distinct skill. Like when he's you fast. draft, he's, he's arguably a top two or three speed guy in the league immediately, right? Kinlaw, I mean, he's, he's big, he's but there are massive. a lot of guys big. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, but what he's athletic is he good at? for a massive guy. Like he's pretty athletic for a guy his size. He's a true raw product. You're hoping to hit a home run. To me, Ruggs is already like, he already functions in the league. I'm not saying Kinlaw doesn't. I, I just, I see what the guy's saying. I, I just think they're a little different. I think, here's what I would say. If you and I ran a team and we could draft Ruggs or Kinlaw, if we were in a meeting, I'd go, well, when we draft Ruggs, we know immediately what we got. Now, he has things to work on and improve on, but I know one thing he can do well where even if he's not that good, he's going to be Ted Ginn, right? Kinlaw could just stink. I'm not saying he stinks, but way riskier pick, I think, Kinlaw than Ruggs. Yeah, I mean, Reggie Bush is another example of a guy like Ted, Ted, who wasn't exactly like a superstar, but was super useful, right? I think Ruggs' floor is higher than Kinlaw's. Yeah, I would think so too, but Ruggs was a non-factor last year. No, yeah, I just... I think he'll be fine. Not, I don't know how great he's going to be, but I think he's his floors. I think his floor last year was pretty good, right? Just running deep routes, clearing fucking the place. Uh, next up from Swaggy P. Do you guys think if Walter White in Breaking Bad had a redo on his life, he would have just accepted the money from Gretchen and Elliot? Okay, it's been a while since I watched the show. I think it's been even longer since you watched the show. Gretchen and Elliot were his partners in the company they started uh, that he like cashed out at $5,000. And then they made, you know, billions, millions, whatever. <laughs> when did they, what was the, when did they offer him money? Like money for his treatment? Is that what they offered? And he refused to take it? 
if I remember correctly, early on they gave him like a blank check to help you know save his life, and he was so prideful that I don't I don't know quote unquote he got screwed, but just the way everything had played out, and he if I remember correctly, did he rip up the check? Uh, I, it's weird. The only thing I remember about Breaking Bad is Saul Goodman. Like anything that involves Saul Goodman, anything pre-Saul Goodman, it's a little out of sight, out of mind. Is it because you then turned around and watched the Saul Goodman? Uh... Hot take, I like Saul Goodman more than Walter White. Well, he's the best. Yeah, I mean, Walter, <laughs> what made Walter incredible is like you hated him, but you you rooted for him. But then he was the bad guy and you rooted for him. And he was the good guy. He was weird. Saul Goodman's just, an, yeah, you're right. Incredible character. I don't quite remember this part. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the show, like Walter White like dies without his family in the end. So you would yeah, think, think you might if, do it differently. If you could ever, if you have two roads, I think you would always choose the one that can lead to health and just semi success over drugs equals prison slash death. But right? the, the, the paper chase, John, the, 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 the power, the pursuit of power, you know, quote unquote fun while it lasted. It was a good ride. I feel like your head's always on a swivel in that game. Yeah. Yeah, in, in the major in the major drug game. Yeah, I think in normal people life, if something goes weird, they just go, "Hey, uh, you are being subpoenaed, or you are being, you know, sued for whatever, lost weight." You know, in the drug game, they just shoot you. You got, you, well, you got shot. both. You got, you got them chasing you, the rival gangs, and you got the, you know. And, and honestly, they might not even shoot you. They could tie you up, throw gasoline on you, and light you on fire. Like they don't. Sometimes they don't even make it easy, right? Similar question. No, they want you. They want you to suffer. Similar question from Gilroy Boy, huge fan of the pod. What are you guys watching? Your downtime: movies, TV, HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu. What's your favorite streaming platform? Uh, P.S. Listening for a minute now. I started using some of your vernacular. I'm always pushing back now. LOL. <laughs> uh, I've been on HBO Max a lot lately. I think Netflix. I don't have. You have Hulu. I don't have Hulu. I think I got a month subscription to watch this show called Snow, I think, hmm. about the cracked game Drugs. in the 80s. But it was, it was kind of like a poor man's wire. You know, it was okay. Uh, I don't have really anything to watch. I'm out. I've watched it all. Uh, what did I just watch? Oh, I watched some of, um, I think it's Showtime, City on a Hill, Kevin Bacon. Eh. I love Kevin. He's good in it, but didn't, haven't really finished it. Boston, Feds, Drugs, that kind of thing. The black guy in that show, I liked. I liked that show. Wasn't was the black guy like the lawyer? He's the who, DA, and Kevin yeah, Bacon. Or yeah. Like that. Did you watch I, all, I, all like both seasons I, or three seasons? I enjoyed that show more than like the the newest show that everyone's raving about. Did nothing for me. Mayor of Easttown. Mayor oh, of Easttown. Yeah, I liked that show. I thought it was good. Yeah, just to me, it's it's okay. Too I, slow. I, I've heard my point is, I've slow. I've seen that show. Right. They, they they've made that and the thing with uh, Kevin Bacon, like that's kind of another go to pitch in Boston. I just thought the like Kevin Bacon show. There's too many holes in it for me. Just like it, so he was without when he wasn't in it. It was just like for me. Mayor of Easttown, uh, Kate Winslet, I thought was phenomenal. It's too funny. I don't know. I liked it, but um, what else? I, I watched watch? ten minutes of the final episode and turned it off. Well, uh, I watched the show Hacks on HBO Max. Kind of funny. Um, thirty minute. I'm not you know a thirty minute show. Quick, you know that's good for you. Get in, get out. Um, I can't even remember some of the other stuff I've, I've watched. <laughs> Told you I watched Tenet the other day. Late to that party. Uh, I'm not smart enough. Yeah, I, I need something. I watched The Americans oh. a while back. That's old. Went old school. But I would say HBO Max probably been on that. I need to check that out. What's the show with, uh, uh, I don't know. Obviously not good enough to remember. Something about love. 
it was the name of it. It was about like some this like uh, guy that Notebook. creates an alternate digital space that he lives in, and his wife escapes from it. Ray Romano's in it. He's good. It's kind of funny. Um, haven't haven't seen it. F one, F one on Netflix. <laughs> Not I watched bad. a Leeds thing the other day on like Amazon Prime. Did you ever watch that one? I no, I didn't. One Pretty good. Eh, it was okay. Yeah. I just watched it because it was Leeds United trying to figure out what they were about. The Man City one I thought was really good. Amazon Prime. That's what I was trying Co- to find. Do you know a couple years called? ago? Just type in Man City, the Amazon Prime. Uh, next up, uh, uh, hey Poppy, uh. I live in St. Louis and I hate the Rams now, so I hate root for the Niners. Make Middlecoff say major bag alert. Major you know, bag alert. You know, nobody ever talks about the Rams fans left behind, John. A, a forgotten a forgotten group. I don't know exactly what it is, who they root for now. Well, to me, can you be angry when you are angry over something that you stole? Like, if I squat in a house and I got squatter rights and then for whatever reason the owner of the house just gives up just gives it to the squatter and the squatter has the house and then like 10 years later the house gets ripped away from the squatter can that squatter be mad like you guys stole the fucking team in 1994 now where I would be mad Stan Kroenke Missouri guy really had his eyes on just moving them back to LA right when he purchased the team but he is a Missouri guy like that's kind of that area is where he's from his home i understand hating him i i push back though like how did you guys get the team well and yeah, to me if, i, I if, agree to me, if I you got the team what, like pre our birth i just you know some of those moves in like the 60s and 70s guy this was 1994 of, of course but i'm just regardless of how it happened now this guy doesn't have a team i don't, I don't know what you do also i think I, like we're la like here's the other thing it's like la People in L.A. Were, were not, like, clamoring for a pro team. Now it's there, and it's working, and it's going to whatever. But I, I remember they went through some rough times in St. Louis. Pretty empty places. You know, the they, stadium. They were terrible. You're right. Wearing yeah. bags on their heads. Uh, next, uh, what are your thoughts on the difference in wages between male and female athletes? I understand women's sports don't generate the same amount of income, but in your guys' opinion, will women's sports ever be able to shrink the gap between them and their male counterparts? You know, the... Um, I think the Team USA soccer obviously has had a long-standing uh, fight over this with the the U.S. and United States, whatever, however MT, the abbreviation yeah, yeah. is. Um, and their argument is, well, we're better than the men's team. And I think they actually have two different salary structures. Like the men get paid only in bonuses and the women's team actually has like a base salary. Yeah. Um, so I... I do think one thing that'll happen, like I do, I, I was wondering about this today, like with the NBA and the WNBA right now, the difference in income generated is like 7.3 billion. The difference in NBA versus WNBA um, income generated. But is there, so that gap is massive. Will there, but there's so much growth opportunity. Whereas for the NBA, where's like, is a guy, is everyone going to be making just, you know Chris Paul's options like forty four million dollars next year. Like is, Chris, take is a, that guy going to be making sixty million dollars in ten years? No, got my take on the NBA. So the, NBA, peak so the salaries wise. will come down. I, I don't think there's any question. Salaries will go up in like the WNBA. It's still relatively new, right? Imagine, uh, yeah. The, I mean, the John, WNBA 20, wouldn't the, the least twenty they, years but old. They wouldn't, ex- but they wouldn't exist without being subsidized by the NBA. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They're twenty years old. So like. 
take NBA salaries in 1970. Like if you're just, if you're just gonna be around for another 50 years, you it's just it's gonna go. Your salaries are gonna go up. Yeah, but by how much would be the thing, right? Because even if the NBA salaries come down, let's say a max guy goes from 50 to 33. Yeah, right. Just as the new TV deal. Is is the WNBA star ever making like two million instead of five hundred thousand or whatever the number is? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, it's we're a ways away. I'm just saying with 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 men's professional sports, we are a hundred. Some of these sports we're like a hundred years in or seventy yeah, yeah, yeah. years in, right? Well, but it I, is. I, but what it's always been based on on that side is just income generated. That's what it's been based on, right? When did the salaries go up? When teams started being worth two billion dollars. Yeah, and when more people watch the TV rights, right? It's just we're a consumer-based society. Where I think the women are going to cash in, and people have talked about this in in the college sphere, social is social media with the Allison Stokes, Stokey, uh, you know the the star gymnast, the star swimmer with huge internet followings. Right? Wasn't there a couple of the highest uh, collegiate basketball players? The women had more followers than the men. Like that's where they're going to cash in. Pro sports, it's just simple supply and, you know, it's, if they get the consumers to watch, they will make more. Well, and some of right? that social stuff can translate it, you know, can they can they convert some of that social media? Uh, they've got big pieces of the pie. Can they convert that to viewership? But my point is, in college, I think the the girls, like the high-end girls, might make more than even like a quarterback star yeah. in Alabama. Like, she might cash in. You. You're right. You're right. Uh, before we go any further, John, let's tell the people about Indeed. Indeed.com slash ham. Right now, get a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash ham. You're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Yep, they make it easy, guy. To hire the right talent fast and easy, you can choose from more than 130 skill tests. Let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. 130 skill tests to find exactly what you're looking for. They must have requirements, so you only pay for applications that meet them. Here's the thing. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash ham. That's Indeed.com slash ham. With Indeed Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash ham. Indeed.com slash ham. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught Seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you 
free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mailbag, next up, bag alert, TT, DT Boone, uh, pod listener and YouTube watcher, big fan. Love uh, the Niners and NFL insider perspective. Why don't you see more non-football lifers get roles in the NFL? I'm in tech, ex-Amazon, now I run a startup, and outside-the-box thinking is highly valued and welcomed to gain an edge versus competition. Aside from ownership, this doesn't seem to happen in football a ton. I think it is happening, though. More new money owners, right? They might be more inclined. We've seen it with the Browns, Paul DePodesta's leadership. We've seen it more in other sports. But I think the new money owners, the younger guys, the guys who made money on the Internet, not who have family oil money. Now, these teams don't turn over a lot. But when that happens, I think I wouldn't be surprised. If, if you made your money as a disruptor, then you might be more willing to hire a quote-unquote you know, disruptor. But- what's there to, what's there to disrupt really though well i think the anal you know this idea that you could run a team in the same way that a baseball you would say is billy beans not actually an outsider that's the irony of billy right he's an insider he was a top prospect but now you've got non-traditional non-quote-unquote lifers um i guess we got mike mcdaniel non-lifer although i guess he is a lifer he just went to yale he's a he's a lifer um, the NBA, you've had non, you know, people who are quote unquote not scouts. Daryl Morey's all of a sudden become a GM, that sort of thing. I think that's what this person's referring to. Yeah, I mean, I think if you look at two of the more aggressive coaches, right, that the Rams have been led by very, very aggressive. He's, 
you know, born into an NFL family. I mean, it wasn't his dad. It was his grandpa. And Kyle, they just traded the farm for a guy that played at a small school. Like, isn't that different than what used to happen? Like, I'd say the game's changing and adapting. Like, there, there's a, what, what else can you do? Well, right? I think the question is just, could you get people? Do analytics close a gap? Do the numbers close a gap where experience gets devalued a little bit because what for you have players or coaches? No, no. I think he's talking about, I don't think he's talking about players. Non-football lifers getting roles in the NFL. Okay, so non-players, non-lifetime coaches, somebody who, you know, is yeah. uh, what, what's the guy uh, Jeff Luna? What was he doing before he took over the Astros? Like, but I, but I, I think that's ha- happening. It's prevalent in the NFL. I mean, I was a non-football lifer. I get in. Like, I, I think it happens all over. Yeah, but you're also young. So you were how old were you when you got into the league from college football? Like, I think yeah, he's 25. I think what this person is talking about is. Oh, you get a 50-year-old GM who comes from, again, where Amazon. did Jeff Yeah, where did Jeff Lunau come from? Maybe but baseball, he's been... But see, see, the difference, though, is baseball is just one big financial equation. Football is a lot different than that. I think we all agree on that, right? Yeah. And it is always used... Like, I, I think a lot of football people push back, like, do you not use the analytics? Yeah, we do. Literally everything is based on numbers, Right. What, how many catch? Even the most basic stuff: catches forty times to down and distance to how many? How many times we run this play? It, the queries in the game plans, like it's it gets overblown how anti numbers football people are. Their whole existence is based on numbers. But and then you got to factor in feel, time of game, injuries, toughness. Like yeah, there is, I, I do think there's a difference, right, between numbers. Like baseball's always had numbers, batting average, but then baseball tried to create more numbers to replace some of the numbers that have been traditionally used. And that felt like disruption, even though it was just more numbers. Um, but it was different than the way you traditionally think about things. Now, to your point in terms of disruption, we've seen it. Every coach now has the percentages on when to go, not just when to go for two. That's something that, but fourth down, not going to punt, midfield, right? If I just do this all the time, then in the end, that will be the percentages will play out in my favor if I do go. things that are non-traditional in terms of decision-making. Down 14 in the fourth quarter, a lot of teams go for two now on that first touchdown, trying to win the game. I'd say that's disruption. Also, the GPS information they have that's not public is clearly, you know... They, but they, if you're a, a football lifer, you'd happily to use that information, right? Eh, I mean, I think there's pushback. On GPS numbers? I mean, it's just it, it, it's just new to... You know, any new information, thro- to me, throws old-school people off. Because you have to learn how to integrate it into your thinking. So Lunau was hired by the Cardinals uh, in 03 in their front office. He was working at McKinsey and Company, which I don't think was a uh, baseball team. Daryl, same thing, right? Yeah. I mean, more deep pedestals. That's kind of the question, right? Yeah. Are there going to be I think I think most teams have some form or fashion of that guy, right? Wouldn't the Niners be considered with Parag to have an element of that? Uh, yeah, he's been there a long he, yeah, time. I mean, to me, like when Prague becomes a, a GM, if he were to become a GM, but I would imagine he makes way more money than 90% of the GMs. If not, he makes more than them all. So why would he want to become a GM? Right, right. No, I understand. But I'm just saying like Prague is on the business side in many ways, right? He's not player evaluation. He's, he's heavily involved in all the contract stuff. And that's very, that's, as critical sometimes or more so critical than the player evaluation. But 
Yeah, I mean Howie is that guy. Howie, and, yep. Andrew, that and, guy. Andrew Andrew Barry, Harvard guy. Yep. You know, it's kind of a unique background, though he played football. Absolutely. So, the, but uh, you know, I guess in the end, it's partly what you're saying is Major League Baseball is, if we look, probably predominantly general managed by those guys now. Yeah. Do they discriminate against baseball guys? Football's, you know, the difference would be football. There is just a complete language that you have to know. Baseball, you don't really have to know the language, right? But the th- but the thing is, like, even in football, most GMs, even guys that played, let alone guys like, you know, the analytical guys, they don't know the plays. That, that's what makes football very confusing. Like, if you went right. to your analytic guy, he wouldn't know what X jet, blah, blah, blah. He wouldn't know what that is. That's well, where the whole element all- to the sport, the in-game management of the sport. The baseball has, but it's it's very different in baseball, right? You got time to say, okay, Middlecoff comes into the game. Let's bring Haberman up to the plate to face him. 100%. Or this guy's throwing this many sliders. He needs to throw more fastballs, right? You can't, like, why do you not run more five-yard out routes for seven-yard slant route? You know, there's just... There is nuance that is just borderline impossible to know if you're not a coach. Uh, finally, John, this is from Facebook. Somebody asked us this on Facebook. Tagged us in a Facebook post. You can go to the Haberman and Middlecoff Facebook page. Who should perform the Super Bowl halftime next year? I'll say the dead with John Mayer. What do you say? I mean, probably one correct answer to this question right now. Justin Bieber? Harry Styles? Is he blowing up? Watermelon Sugar. I mean, it's the, the song of the season for like, I don't know when that song came out, but it's still the biggest song on planet Earth, I think. Guy, I think you're way behind here. I think that song peaked in like uh, late 2019 or something. Yeah, I- it definitely did. And right now, if you played that in your uh, local uh, water park, the place would erupt. I mean, not a single person hates that song. It's impossible. Yeah. I, I, I uh, DJ Khaled? Whenever- Bag Alert song? Yeah, I heard a little baby had this song called Drop. I, I listened to it last night actually on Facebook trying to load something on our page. And sometimes you just get, it's, you know, it's not bad. Uh, and I started thinking, would I like this if I was 14? I probably would because I hate it. <laughs> I thought it was like, this is pretty stupid. But listen, I uh, I, I think they kind of play the hits. More likely to be Foo Fighters or, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, who who fits the who fits the profile that has never gotten the opportunity? That's the other I can see. I, I mean, I think Bieber could do it. Of course, Bieber could always do it. It wouldn't shock me if B, you know they just give Bieber. I guess they don't give anyone money. Huh? That's part of their thing. No, they don't pay you. I can see Bieber doing it. Do you remember when Bieber almost ran over Keyshawn Johnson's kid and Keyshawn chased him around the neighborhood in like yes. Calabasas? Because Bieber was he, just speeding around in his cars. I think he's come a long way. I feel like Bieber has just kind of uh, become civilized. You know, got married and just kind of much more normal. I mean, hard when you become famous. I give you a break when you could get like worldwide famous at 12 years old or ever old it is it is not disputable like listen i came around on the weekend partly just i wasn't that locked into the weekend then i started listening i'm like oh yeah i know all the songs he's sweet bieber's good like bieber's very very not debatable not debatable i i would choose bieber who would you choose i told you harry styles (laughs) (laughs) Is is harry styles dating taylor swift couldn't tell you yeah i don't know either I don't. I think mean, he is. Olivia Wilde, John. That's uh, Roger's ex-girlfriend. No, that's Olivia. That's Mund. Olivia Mund. Yeah. I was watching something the other day that had Roger's fiance in the movie, and the movie was pretty terrible. Oh, his current. It an, yeah, it was an older movie. It was bad. She's and not. It wasn't her fault. Like she, she's talented. But. I just know from that HBO show. 
Uh, did you guys see the picture of this on YouTube of Herbert looking yoked? I did see it, and I thought Herbert's always been yoked. I don't know if people didn't realize Herbert's been yoked, but I guess he got yokered. I don't feel like the casual guy realized Herbert was like 6'6". And I, don't, huge I, I thought the same thing when I saw that photo. I don't think people realized. I, I was just going to say this whole Mac Jones, whoever wrote the story, like, Mac's not quite ready. Uh, you and I have been talking for, we, we we started talking about this, I said it a couple months ago, like this idea of pro-ready is pretty crazy. Like that Mac, pro-ready is Andrew Locke. That's pro-ready. The list of guys we get to talk about, like they're pro-ready, very short, and Mac Jones did not belong on that list. In hindsight, Herbert, physic, Herbert was obviously pro-ready, but we didn't talk about him that way because we didn't well, really see him look that way, right? I'll give you an example. Herb, if you would have put Oregon Herbert at Alabama his senior year on that team last year, they 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 probably aren't as good. Mac was better for them as an NFL prospect. You'd think maybe he would have been, but let's just say the Herbert we saw at Oregon that kind of overthrew some guys. Put that at Alabama, and maybe they're still good enough. Maybe they you can't overthrow in Alabama, John. That that is true. But as prospects, they have nothing fucking in common. He has them by four inches, probably fifteen pounds. And one guy's throwing 100 on the gun, and the other guy's, like, hitting 91. Major athlete, Herbert. <laughs> oh, my. Run circles around him. There, There is no chance that Mac Jones is ever as good as Justin Herbert. It's physically impossible. But I think the casual fan that, w- that didn't watch Pac-12 football, if you would have been like, oh, what do you think about Justin Herbert? Like, how big do you think he is? They would have been like, oh, like, Jimmy, 6'2". He was talked about like he was, like, Jimmy Garoppolo's size. Yeah. He's bigger than Josh Allen. I mean, he's he's a uh, he's an elite prospect. I've looking stood next back, to him like, and it was stunning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. Uh, the Chargers got very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. I want to just mention this as a public service announcement, John. Especially since sometimes we like to spell weekend mailbag without the e's or with one of the e's uh, missing or two of the e's missing. If somebody sends you today a TMZ story that says the weekend has died, it's a it's not true. B don't click it. It's a penis. Eh, you might wish it was a penis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a good penis text like that in a while. So when someone just makes you, because the guy died, you know, people maybe feel guilty about throwing that, you know. But it, you don't even need to do died. You'd be like, oh, do you see Tiger Woods is playing next week? No, no, I know. The but link? the guy that was always part of that trick, that guy. Oh died. yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, the big penis. Yeah. How do you but guys know Mac penis. Jones? I mean, isn't he ready. was. He hasn't played a game yet. Well, he's getting crushed. <laughs> It's a good point. I mean, we don't know. You no, can come out looking know. like Drew Brees. All right. Good mailbag, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Get us mailbag questions on iTunes. Leave us a question in that review. And, um, yeah. Adios. You said you don't get a good uh, uh, penis trick DM anymore. The Rocky Mountain Razorback on uh, YouTube says, what's your number, John? I'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Later. Later. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.